I went to Whole Foods the other morning to get some uh, organic dumbbells for working out, doing upper body, right? And they didn't even have any. Like, what the fuck, man? I looked all around. They they didn't even, not even any, like, free-range dumbbells, you know? Fucking bullshit, man. Oi, oi, oi. How y'all going? Like the Aussies say, how you going? How you going, mate? <clears throat> well, it's it's hot out here, man. It's hot. And uh, it's like Africa hot. It's getting there. Or it's going to be there. It's not like India hot like it was last month or a few weeks ago when it was like 120 degrees. But it's hot. It's like there's no transition anymore. It's like... Uh, it's like uh, December, January, February, and then your eyebrows explode off your face and ignite into flames by May. And it's instant summer. It's like in a, it's like in a uh, little packet, you know, like a little, you know, it's like, it's like uh, powdered water, only what do you add, right? <clears throat> Instant summer, poof. <clears throat> it's kind of like, I got no time. I got no time to wait around for any transitions, you know? It's like, uh, it's like the show that I'm, that I'm, I'm going to promote. Uh, I'm writing a pilot for a TV show called um, 90 Minute Fiance. So like you meet people... And uh, the whole, the, the show, well, they break it, you know, they don't, the show itself isn't 90 minutes, but um, you basically meet someone and in an hour and a half, you've got to marry them. <clears throat> so it was either that or 90 second fiance, but that just seemed, that just seemed ridiculous. So uh, I'm going to be advertising it on the side of a bus. I got home last night and I get excited I get excited on the way home at night. I'm usually like my late night, Tuesday, Wednesday, thir- well, every night's late except for, for whatever reason, every night is, I'm late every night, okay? It's just, that's what it's, that's where we're at in life, right? And, but what the hell else am I going to do? Sit around staring at the wall? Fuck that. So, I get pumped on, and, and, and on the way home, uh, as the Earth's core uh, retreats back down to a sustainable level, I <clears throat> I open the uh, the moonroof on my my vehicle. Is it a sunroof or is it a moonroof? Well, during the day it's a sunroof. At night it's a moonroof. No, that's that's what I used to tell people when I sold cars. At night it's a moonroof. <laughs> but it's I think the difference. <clears throat> I think the difference is is. Uh, when you have the uh, button poised to just give you the, uh, where it opens up, like, uh, instead of horizontally, like when it opens, that's a sunroof. But when it opens vertically, like when it just cracks <clears throat> the backside crack open, that's a moonroof. Because I think there's cars that just do... I don't, I don't fucking know. You know those cars that you still probably sell? Well, when I was selling cars, actually. Um, they had... Uh, and I'm not even... This is not even a hyperbole. This is not exaggeration. I'm not making this up. Uh, 
But we had uh, some bottom basement car. I was talking to the security guy, this guy Kyler, <clears throat> over at the the, bro- the blood processing plant over there, the company. We, uh, you know, we just bullshit about the weather and and racism in America. <laughs> uh, and uh, he said, uh, we were talking about, it just got instantly hot, man. And I'm like, you know, I don't know how my folks back in the day, because back in the day, it was not uncommon to be in a car that had no AC. It was just, but it just seemed like <clears throat> back in the 70s when I was a kid, like I literally would leave the, leave the house at six years old and I would go down, we had, we had a, a, a duplex, it wasn't a shitty duplex yet, um, there were newer duplexes and I would go down to my buddy Clayton's duplex <clears throat> and we would listen to Monkey's records or I would just be out and about, I'd be gone, just, you wouldn't see me, be gone and I didn't pack anything. I didn't take anything with me. I didn't. Pfft. No phone. Didn't exist. No nothing. No food. Just gone. Like, I'm out later. Didn't even think twice. Out the front door. Gone. My mom was lucky that I showed up every night. And, but in the middle of summer, see, I remember we moved into this duplex right before I started uh, first grade. So, six years old, I'm running amok in the, the little, the little hamlet of Faroaks, you know, and in the throes of summer prior to school starting, which would have been at this point, uh, in my day, September, August, August, August. Yeah. Like the heart of the summer you go out and it's, it was hot. I don't remember it, but I don't remember being, uh, it being as intensely hot, like ridiculously like, uh, like I'm on the surface of the sun type hot, like, like it is now. It just seemed palatable. Like I didn't, if I, if I needed water, I would drink out of a hose. It's like that old cliche, you know, or like a, or a faucet, you know, or I'd just be, you know, just, I don't remember being hot. It was hot, but I don't remember it being hot. But then again, that was 47 years ago, or whatever it was. 40, I can't do the math. 45 years ago. And a lot of stuff happened climate-wise. I think, uh, you know, ice caps are melting and shit. So it's, it's probably hotter now. That's why... You know, you have to, you have to have, if I don't drink a liquid during the course of the day, I will die. But back in the day, you didn't, you didn't drink water. You didn't have water. There's no water. Why would you water? Drink out of the faucet. You know, you don't even use a cup. Just jam your lips around the fucking spigot, you know? <clears throat> and if anybody asked you to go to the store to get water, you would look at them like, uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Like that, does that even exist? You go to the store, there's one six pack of a dusty six pack of Perrier, which nobody bought. And that was all the water that was available. So nobody cared about water. You didn't need water. It didn't seem like it was just, it was 90 degrees, but it was like, or whatever, but it wasn't. And then so my, 
my folks, like, they had, like, a, you know, this brown Chevy Nova, like, the most intense. It was like driving a, an easy-bake oven, you know? There was just constant light bulb of just heat, just because it was brown outside, brown on the inside. It was brown. The whole thing was brown. And it just intensified the heat. But it still, I didn't, it didn't, mm, didn't phase me. Didn't need it. Now it's like, walk out the door, my eyebrows burst into flames. Like, what the fuck? And uh, <clears throat> so, yeah, I don't know why. Just now, it's, it's intensely more hot. Now that we don't have, we have, all we have is two seasons. We have a month and a half of winter, and then the rest of the year is summer. Um, which is, I guess, better than, you know, like Minnesota, which is like, you know, um, winter for like, it seems like most of the year. And then, and then like May and, you know, or July and August, they got, they got winter, then they got July and August, but we got like. January, February, and then we got summer. So it is what it is, right? But I get excited. So, but I still okay. So on the on the way home, <clears throat> driving home usually down Sunrise Boulevard, crack that moonroof open. Oh, so no. But the point was when I was selling cars, like we offered a brand new car. Marked down, it was marked down, but not you couldn't mark it down too much because it was a base subcompact. I was telling this guy, Kyler, uh, you could literally buy a brand new car without AC, without air conditioning. I mean, can you imagine? Like, I had to tell that to be like, it was a little Nissan Versa. It was like, uh, it was like a Pepsi can on wheels, right? Had Bluetooth. Had a, did it have a? Uh, didn't have. No, it didn't have a backup camera because they, they didn't have a monitor or a screen. I mean, it was bare. I mean, you were lucky to get the steering wheel, man, you know? Um, like, you got a pair of vice grips with each purchase, you know? Because that's how you were going to steer it, right? But no AC. It, uh, you would tell people that. You're doing a demo. You're building the, you're building the, va- you're building the fuck out of the value of this car. Because you got to have to... You're going to have to... St- you're going to have to lay that line on him. Like, oh, where's the AC? Uh, you know, funny you should ask. Because there's no AC. You mean there's no air conditioning? Yeah, they don't have that either. And had Bluetooth. Yeah, had Bluetooth. Had power steering. It had crumple zones in the front. Breakaway motor mounts. Had all the great safety features. The eight, you know, the, uh, had eight airbags. Um... You know, and the uh, side pillars and the seat-mounted, steering wheel-mounted airbags, but uh, no AC, no AC. Like it, like I. So uh, as I'm explaining this to homeboy, I'm telling him like, dude, how crapped out would you be? Like, and this was in Modesto, which is like 12 degrees hotter than anywhere on Earth usually. Not needles, not hotter than needles, California, but um, which is the hottest place on earth every year. That's where Sam Kinison died, uh, and it is uh, it's it how people live there. Like it's a subspecies that lives there. Like I, I will shit on needles because um, it is a shittable town. 
people shouldn't live there. People shouldn't have to live there. People don't. People don't live there. They end up there. I I, I seem to think they just they don't deliberately mm, move. They don't move there. They break down there, right? So I'm like, yeah, dude. I had to sell these cars with no AC, dog. In in current times, like in present day Modesto, <laughs> people. So you got to build the value, build the fuck. Like, hey, man, but look, you know, comes with all four doors. Um, it's got, uh, it's got a seat. <laughs> like, what the fuck else are you could? You got to build the value, build the value, bitch. And uh, so on my way home, well. So on my way home, I, I open my, uh, by the time I, I'm off work, it's like 8 o'clock or 7.30-ish. So it's cooling down, it's cooling down right? Uh, it's cool. Sometimes, now, right, it's cool. In a couple months, it won't be cool, but it'll be cooling down. But So I crank open the old moonroof. I crack down, I, I realize, I uh, lower my uh, driver's side window and I crank up the Go-Go's. Head over heels, why should I go? Can't stop myself out of control. Head over heels, no time to think. It's like the whole world's out of sync. Head over heels, why should I go? Can't stop myself out of control. Head over heels, no time to think. Anyway, so um, so I so I I blast the go go's on the way home. All right, what do you? I mean, what do you want out of me? You know, I mean, Jock Peterson of the Dodgers wears pearls. I mean, go fuck yourself. So. I'm cool. I'm secure. I don't have to explain shit. But I forgot. So I get home and and I get so amped up from the Go Go's. (laughs) Stick with me. It's this. I'm not making this up. And so I play. I start. So I pull it up on the computer, the old, the old PC, the old desktop PC, right? And. uh, and then it offers me this mix, and I'm and I see, oh shit, eighties music. Well, eighties music for one. Go Go's Go Go's is barely eighties music. Like it's eighty, like it's eighty, like eighty. Like I remember, my sister had that album, Beauty and the Beat. We got uh, her and I went and we got uh, vinyl records. I got um, I got Men at Work, their first album, Business as Usual, which sold like eleven million copies. Huge. Huge. Do you come from a land? And she got the Go-Go's Beauty and the Beat. Where they're all like sitting around and uh, they got like those towels. Like they just, they're sitting in like a spa or something. And they got like uh, face cream on and uh, the towels around the, their 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 hair, you know. Like they're, like they're just doing a spa treatment thing. But they came, they came up like punk. Like, they're full-on punk. Like, they used to get probably spit on and shit like that at those L.A. shows, you know? Like, they're hardcore. Like, I got to give it up. Like, they're the only... They're the first female, all-female band to write their own songs that went to number one. That album went to... I believe it went to number one. So, that's the only all-female band. So, shout-out to the... You know, 
power to the power to the ladies. You know what I'm saying? Like, where was everybody when that was going on? But anyway, so uh, the old laptop, the old I'm not the laptop, the desktop PC says, uh, pulls up a mix, an '80s mix, right? And there's another head over heels song. I totally forgot. I wanted to be with you alone and talk about the weather. The traditions I've been tracing in your head. Escape my intention. You keep your distance, man. And gentle persuasion. I'm lost in admiration. Could I need you this much? Oh, you're wasting my time. You're just, just, just wasting time. Something happened and I'm head over heels. Tears for fear. That's right. Head over heels. Which is the better one? I put that out to you. The public. Which song? Which which version? Which head over heels is better? Is the because t- they played the video? I'm watching the video uh, uh, accompaniment on them on the YouTube. I'm watching the YouTube, and uh, that's what uh, that's what's going on. That's what's up. And it's such a strange video because it like takes place in a library, and they're trying to be kind of like arty or avant garde a little. There's like a dude sitting in a library with like a gas mask. There's a monkey wearing like a baseball jersey and you know that monkey you know he he doesn't he doesn't even realize but he could you know that monkey could just rip rip their face off at any second you know they don't even they don't even understand what they got on their hands but and there's like a there's like a there's like a a librarian who's kind of like mousy but but you know she's not mousy because she's hot you know she just got glasses on you know she got the big librarian glasses that are making her look mousy with like a drab haircut you know that are making her look, you know, like trying to make her look mousy, but you know, you know, she's a freak. You know, she's a freak, right? But she doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't bust out her freak flag in the video. But it's just kind of a weird video. So I don't know. I put it to you. I put it to you. Which is the better one? Which is it? Which is the better head over heels? I ask you. Citizens of the United States. Anyway, so moving on. But building value is... A, uh, I think it's a lost art. I think building value is a... Uh, it's a lost art. Well, when it comes to car sales. Because that's what we were... Uh, that's kind of what we were told to do. Or what... Well, we were instructed... We, Again, see, the outfit I work for, when I worked for Nissan, we did so much training. And a lot of it was, uh, a lot of it was Grant Cardone stuff. Grant Cardone's like, the, now he's like a, a well, supposedly he's a billionaire on paper, right? A billionaire on paper, right? I mean, he's got some, he's got some heavy cash, but he's, he's a, he's a billionaire on, uh, you know, in theory. Well, until this recession starts bringing some of his real estate holdings you know, correct some of his, correct, correct, overcorrecting the value of some of his real estate holdings, then um, he'll be a, anyway, he started out as a car salesman and he created this whole 
I don't know. He was like one of the, f not the first, uh, kind of motivational, uh, not like a, well, kind of like a Dale Carnegie, the guy, uh, I think he was one of, uh, how to win friends and influence people or whatever, whatever it was, but same, same concept. Um, you know, you too can drive over the grapevine on one gallon of gas. You just gotta will it. You gotta will it. You gotta make it happen. And so, uh, so he had like hundreds of closes. Uh, that he created on his own, and then we'd listen to those those discs and the CD. We'd learn closes, but but part of the build up to the close, like the close was like, you know, it wasn't one devastating line that you lay on a customer to seal the deal. It's it's really about overcoming objections and stuff like that. Oh, oh God, you know, I I wanted to be three hundred a month, and I'm. I'm at 360. He goes, sir. Then you break it down for him. Sir, that's only $2 a day. You know? So what you're doing is some witchcraft math, some wizardry in your head that they're unsuspecting of, but you're breaking it down by month. 30 days, you're $60 over the payment you need to be. So you break that down per each day of the month. That's only $2 a day. You're paying more. $2 a day. So what does that mean? Don't go to Starbucks. Pass on the $5 Starbucks. You're actually going to get ahead. You're going to be putting money in your pocket. You're going to be under $300 a month when you look at it. When you look at it that way, so it's, coming, it's overcoming objections like that, you know, making sense of shit, right? But one of the things that led up to his uh, overcoming the objections, which is an infinitely valuable tool that I don't, mm, don't know how... If, if very few, if any, salesmen now, uh, I'm sure, apply this, particularly in small mom and pop operations maybe in the corporate stuff like we were doing but you're building value you got to build value you got to build the fuck out of that you got to you got to convince them what they're driving is fucking there's fucking 60 gold bricks in the trunk you know you've got to uh the the more time, okay, I mean, there's an optimized time, but the more time you spend as opposed to just kind of like, oh, I want to look at that car and you pull it out and you get in and you drive. Okay, that's what probably 90% of salespeople do, right? 85, 90% of people just pull a car out. Let's go for a drive. But what he did and what we were, what we were taught, you pull that car out and then you open up the hood then you open up the passenger door. Then you open up the rear doors if it's a four-door sedan. You keep the driver's side door shut so that they can't just get in because then it, 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 it kind of, it'll usurp your own authority if by them just hopping in, you know. The other doors are open for your benefit because you walk, you're doing what's called a walk around. You're walking around, you're showing First you start the hood. Oh, look at the crumple zones. This thing's, if this thing hits another car, God forbid, because it's very safe it's got the advanced airbag system but it's got what's called crumple zones it's designed to fold in like an accordion style and uh there's breakaway engine mounts that will drop the motor down so that it doesn't just shoot right into your lap as you uh like i say you know god forbid anything were to happen right but this is designed to get you where you need to be and get you there in one piece 
and then you keep going around you should talk about the side impact beams and the passenger door that's open you look at the back seat you look at the you show them the advanced airbag system little airbag little monikers that are on the a and uh, b pillars you show them uh, the trunk you open up the trunk you show them the little escape you know it's called the mafia handle or we were what we called it you forget throwing it in the trunk if you get kidnapped by the mafia there's a handle in there you know all you do is pull it you're out you're open you know you're good you're good to go and uh you keep walking around and and, and they're and you're leading them but the longer and then when they get to the driver's side when you're going to really start laying into everything you're going to throw them in the passenger seat and you're going to get in the driver's seat and you're going to drive them off the lot and you're going to take them for a drive and they're going to switch out. But the longer you do, the longer you hold their attention, the more value you're going to build, okay? I mean, you show them everything, you know? But you're also kind of tailoring it a little to your own specs, right? So if it's a family, they're looking for a family car, they're looking for a minivan or an SUV, you're, you're looking at safety, if they got, particularly if they got the kids with them. Oh my God, the, this has more air. The side impact beams on this car, the hinges on, on this door are bigger than any hinge you've ever. This is, uh, look, this is kind of an industry thing with, with VW, okay? This door hinge, you can hang on this door. I can climb on this door, you know? I can tightrope walk the top of this door and it's not going anywhere. That's how solid this car, that's how safe this car. These cars were designed to drive on the Autobahn at 1,000 miles per hour. You know? This is the safest car out there. Um, so you're hitting them, hitting them in, in, the, in the vulnerability. You're hitting them in their vulnerability. If you got a kid that's geeked out on performance, fucking you, first thing you do is show them the engine. Oh, bro. Look at this. You got the dual overhead cam. You got a 3.5. You got a 16-valve fucking... 550 horsepower engine it's twin turbo this is a gtr dog this is the skyline they call us the, they call this car godzilla in japan you want to drive godzilla don't you what are you some little kind of there you some little come on get in the car nah but you don't say it's horrible you can't say stuff like that but you play on everybody's vulnerabilities you you punch them in the heel wherever their vulnerable like their achilles heel you just lay into it, you just punch it, you just repeat it, like you, you just speed bag that, 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 that nutsack, you know, you're just preying on the vulnerability, but you're building value, it's value, to them it's value, and so Cardone, his, his whole deal was the minute that the value exceeds the asking price, you have a deal, the idea is you go in, they're not going to lay down, sometimes they do, you know, sometimes they fold faster than Superman on laundry day. Not very often, very, very rarely. But when you get in, you start talking brass tacks, you go, okay, well, you know, you told me out there, you, you know, safety was important to you. Like, I mean, this is the, look at the safety rate. You know, you start pulling out you know, literature, you start going over things. You know, you, you, you build, you build value. And that's as... Mm, homespun and aw shucks as it sounds it fucking works 
You know, you build value in the service department, you build value in the inventory, you build value in the brand. I mean, it's, it's, brand, it's a halo. It's like Apple. Like Apple was a halo uh, company, you know? It's, a, it's based on a, like Apple, everybody brands, now everybody brands themselves. It's a brand, you're building value. You want value in a brand and you are branding yourself so you're building value in yourself, right? That's the whole thing. So that's where we're at with things, right? Because now that I'm in another industry, so I go down to Modesto to drop off at Memorial Hospital and Kaiser Modesto and go into the labs and stuff like that. And I drive down Dealership Row where I used to work. There's no cars. There's no cars. Supply chain issues. Chips backed up for months, for months and months and months. There's no inventory. And it being hot and it being May and it being close to Memorial Day. Memorial Day is the biggest car buying day of the year. Second only to probably December 31st, maybe. Maybe. And that's only because of the myth that, you know, you can get the best deal end of the calendar year. That's not entirely true. Um, you can get the best deal at the end of a fiscal quarter of whatever manufacturer you're trying to buy. But Memorial Day, end of May, that is the biggest selling day of the year. Pretty much. I mean, everybody's all hands on deck. Nobody gets that weekend off. When I was with Nissan, it was a free-for-all bloodbath. When I went to Toyota, it was even bigger because we had more inventory, more sales, more everything. And we, dude, we'd, we'd sell 100 cars. We sell 100 cars in a weekend. We just, we would just smash people. It would just be a free for all. But that's when they had inventory. That's when Toyota had everything in, in every color. Just pick a color. It wasn't even, Toyota doesn't train people because they just assume like everybody wants a Camry. So just to pick your color. Because like I said, I've, I've sold Camrys to people that just buy the nude. They're just, they're so apathetic. They're like, and they're so like set in their ways that they're just like, I just always buy a Camry. So whatever the new body, like this one girl, this one lady, she, she didn't even like the new body style and she bought it. I'm like, what? Huh? What the fuck's wrong with you? And, uh, I just, she's, I just buy the new one every, when the new body style, I just buy it. Good Lord, people. So, but now there's no inventory. There is no in like when I drove when I drove past to Toyota, they had <clears throat> all their uh, inventory was all their uh, pre-owned, which is still uh, it was a lot when I was there. Uh, but it was like uh, that's not that's not what the manufacturer wants to uh, load his lot up with. Uh, what they're trying to do is move units. To hit their manufacturer bonus uh, rebates. I mean, I don't know why they even offer rebates now, but um, like for example, like Toyota, like they had. I mean, they had as many as oh god, it seemed like about five hundred cars on the ground when I was there, 
And about uh, a third or three-eighths of their inventory was, was pre-owned. And then they'd all, they would have like uh, their, show, their showcase vehicles would be, well, I don't know about showcase, but like they would take in boats, trailers, RVs. Uh, so now you drive by their lot and it's, they've got a, basically like a border that runs along uh, Bangs Avenue and then McHenry there, which is the main drag. McHenry Avenue is where, uh, that's what uh, the Street American Graffiti is based on, FYI, the George Lucas film because he's from Modesto and um, but so their acreage their their lot lines uh, along that corner of Bangs and McHenry and so they would it would be just packed with new like Corollas Camrys you know um, all that all that bullshit now there's no new there's nothing there's no nothing there's no nothing um They've got their RVs and their boats along the front row of their property. Like, those are their showcase. Like, a Toyota deal, oh, like one of the biggest Toyota dealers in the Central Valley has, uh, like, I would be, you know, because I've worked for a couple different Toyota outfits, Toyota dealers. I worked for John, John Elsolf in, in Roseville briefly. Um, and, uh, they were moving god i should go by there and see what they what's going on over there because they were moving like 7 750 a month 700 750 a month the one in modesto modesto toyota that i worked at uh they would do about what were they doing a month like 4 4 or 500 a month and the goal of Roseville, uh, the goal of Roseville Toyota was to get as big as El Monte uh, Toyota, which is the big, I think it's the biggest in, I believe it's the biggest in the country. They do fifth, they were doing 1500 a month, new cars. Now, I don't know what they fucking, what are they doing now? Four, 12, I don't know. But the ones, if they have any new inventory is like, who's that? Uh, oh, I was talking to a guy, I was over at, getting my car serviced and I was talking to one of the other guys, the other contractors about uh, all that shit what's going on with that, he said that they're marking up uh, well first of all, I mean the the uh, the wholesale blue book on anything pre-owned any used vehicle is shot through the roof it's unaffordable, even auction wholesalers can't get a deal on anything uh and if there's any new inventory, any new inventory on any lot, there's a markup. Like, I mean, we're talking five, like to the tune of like 5,000. Like, it's back when, like, uh, fucking like the PT Cruiser, when the PT Cruiser came out, whenever that was, like, oh, God, that was horrible. Four, oh, three, oh, four, whenever. I think it was oh, four. They had a 4,995 dollar markup at Central Valley um, Central Valley Automotive in Modesto so on top of whatever they were charging at the time for those turds uh, you'd pay another five grand and people were paying it people were actually lining up to pay it like not okay so every five thousand you finance is about a hundred dollars a payment so if you walk out of there with one of those PT cruises 
a hundred dollars of whatever your payment was is just just profit. You're paying a hundred dollars a month just in profit for that turd. And oh, what a turd! Well, now they're doing that with uh, just any car now. Evidently, according to the, and I, I got I should check this out. You know, don't don't take that info to the bank. This is just what I've been told. But he he was a reliable source, and but still markups and like we used to have when i started we had a 982 dollar markup which was a joke but sometimes we'd get it you know you'd walk in with your we call it the pencil the pencil was just the the matrix of payments and uh documented with your fees your tax license doc fees and you break it down into a nine different options nine different payments which with different money down different terms a 48 month this uh, 60 month and then a 66 month sometimes, you know, you know, you hold off on the 72 to, for the close, unless you want to drop that payment. But, um, but you would have the markup in your, in your pencil. And sometimes people would just, you know, you just based on the vehicle you selected and the fair market value for your, you know, the vehicle you're replacing, we've established nine retail options to pick the best one that works for your budget and we'll have it washed up and ready for delivery and sometimes they just and then you just you don't say a fucking shit you know because you've had now you've had the opportunity to build the value you've built the value you've done your job the hay is in the barn like jim hunt would say the hay is in the barn if you've done the work all they have to do because you're just looking right down at the paper the same paper they're looking at you're not saying a fucking word because the first one that talks loses. And sometimes they'll just point to a payment. And you'll get that $982 markup. Which is just, that's pure profit. And, um, but most people go, what the fuck is this? I'm not paying $982 on top. I'll just go across the street and get this fucking, the same thing. And so that's when you, that's when you got to whip out your tools, you know. And you got to, sir, okay, listen. What? Are you trying to be? You said you were trying to be at a 350 payment. We're at 375. If I could, you know, get you to that 350 payment, can we just wrap it up right now? And that's where that's where the negotiation begins. That's where you recognize in each other that you're a formidable foe. You grab your nutsack and you're not letting that motherfucker leave, right? Um, I mean, I've I've chased people to roundtable pizza to finish a deal. You know, we got to go think about it. I'll meet you over there. All right. I mean, no shit. Like, I've I've presented payment options, pencils, matrixes in the most bizarre places you could imagine. People's houses, food, restaurants, fast, you know what? You name it. I've deli- You know, I've taken. I've done. Believe it or not, you know, you can do entire deals over over the phone. It's bizarre. I don't understand how people do that. They just pick something, but. Um, but anyway, so the whole point is though, like now they've got all these, evidently they've got all these markups. Like, whoa, like, are people paying that? I mean, you got to really want to, you got to really want, you got to build the, you've, and, and this being now today is the, what, the 18th or something. This will come out on the 19th. So Memorial Day is the 30th. So less than two weeks. It's it's on. I don't. Are they even gearing up for anything? Are the manufacturers even running any promos? 
for Memorial Day? Well, well, if, if, if you're not in the market for a car, I've got an alternative for you. If you're not going around, walking around in the 145 degree heat, looking for an overpriced Corolla, might I suggest you check out, if you happen to be in the Fresno area, which is a horrible thing to say, because who's, who's actually accidentally in the Fresno area? I, sh- I shouldn't say that. Bill Burr was really, man, I was listening to Bill Burr's podcast. He was really talking up. He just got done playing here in Sacramento, and then he went down to uh, Fresno. He, he was loving it. I'm like, bro, are, you, are we talking about the same place? You sure? And uh, the state championships, the CIF, California Interscholastic Federation State Track and Field Championships will be held May 27th and 28th, Friday and Saturday, Memorial Weekend, because Memorial Day is a Monday on the 30th, and nobody should have to pay 5000 more than they have to for a Corolla. That's my whole motto. Every morning I say that to myself in the mirror. But what I didn't realize was, what I didn't realize was that uh, the state championships are now in Clovis, which is basically Fresno. There's like 600,000 people in Fresno and 500,000 people in Clovis. It's all basically one place. It's like, a, it's like, a, it's like if, if, if Los Angeles had Down syndrome. They'd all be in Fresno. It's like, it's just one big giant glop of mess. And, uh, but some of the, some of the best runners in the nation will be, will be duking it out. And by that, I mean, well, specifically, um, the Salmon brothers, the young brothers, um, Specifically, Colin Salmon, who's run 339 in the 1500 this year. 339. That's, a th- that's about a 356 mile. It converts to about a 356 mile. And then um, this kid, Gary Martin, from, from uh, Pennsylvania. I was telling you about, uh, was it the last podcast or the one before? Um, oh, he's not going to be there, but he's run 357. So Solomon's run 339 in the 1500. That doesn't even, that's fucking, the world leader right now is 330. That's Jacob Ingebrigtsen from Norway, the Olympic champion, right? That's the world leader. That's the fastest time in the world, 330. And a high school kid has run 339, nine seconds behind. I mean, that's, that's not even a, a half a length of, of, of track that he would have been beat by in that race. And then his teammate, the junior, Lex Young, has run 7.57 in the 3,000 meters indoors. Indoors, that means early on. That means not even in peak shape. Like, what the fuck? So he's going to be there. He's run, he's run 13.43 in the 5,000 meters. In like, a, I think it was a professional race too. Can you imagine being a junior in high school? And running in a pro race. So those two motherfuckers are going to be there. So Memorial Weekend. It's on. It's on, man. That's what I'm talking about. 
So, so I'm in, you know, I'm pumped. I'm jazzed. Um, it's, it's going down. It's going off. Uh, let me see what else is. So time wise. Well, okay. The world leaders in the 1500s, 330.6 Jacob Ingerbitson. Outdoors only 331 by uh, Abel Kipsang of Kenya. Um, so he's only eight seconds faster than this high school kid. A Kenyan, a fucking Olympic Kenyan, you know? And uh, let's see. The outdoor 3,000 meter leader is 739. Reynold Kip Career from Kenya. 739. And Lex Young, the junior, has run 757. God, that's only 18 seconds behind. Fucking something in the water out there, Newberry Park. They're going to fucking, they're going to, they're going to skull fuck the competition. Um, they're going to beat, they're going to beat second place like a drum. Uh, it's not even, it's not even, I, I don't even know, like, it's going to be, it's going to be, I don't know if they're going to run just for the win or if they're going to run for like a statement, you know, like, um, I kind of like when German Fernandez, when he ran, um, in the state championships and this kid's from Riverbank, which is like a stone's throw from Modesto. Like there's nothing there. And, uh, he ran, he doubled, and this is prob- probably the greatest high school double ever when he doubled in the 1600 and the 3200 and he ran four flat in the 1600 and then he came back and ran like 830, what, 834? So four flat and then 834. Like that's just, re- that's fucking s- stupid, stupid. Like when the Mastaleers ran, when they won in 86 at the state championships, Eric, they, they split up and Mark won the 1600. He ran 404. And then Eric ran the 3200 and won that eight, uh, 844. So, yeah, Mark was 404, Eric 844. So they split, the, they split the, the duty on that one, right? But here comes old German Fernandez, some kid... You know, fresh from bussing tables over at Chevy's in Riverbank over by the Target. He just goes out there and whips out a f- double four. You know, he does a double. The fucking most insane high school double ever. Four flat in 834. Like, what the fuck? So I'm, I'm going to be... I'm going to be very curious to see what, uh, what kind of statement Colin Salmon's going to make. He's already probably locked up. I mean, he's going... I would imagine he's probably going to Northern Arizona University like his high school cohort, who Nico Young, who's already there. He's a sophomore. That guy's a badass. That guy was that guy ran. I think he broke. Uh, he what did he 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 ran some crazy ass. He's already a sub four miler. Um, 
But he's probably already been signed by a, a school already. I got to believe that. So he doesn't have any he doesn't have anything to prove the state championship. So I'm just curious what kind of statement is he going to make? Is he going to go out and effort, effortlessly he's going to I'll bet he breaks four. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to say it right now he breaks four. He's going to break four. He's going to be the only one to break four in a state championship in California. State meet record German Fernandez four flat. Let's see what happens. Let's see what shakes loose. Let's throw it against the wall and see what sticks, people. I can't wait. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. But meanwhile, I got to finish this. Uh, I got to finish writing this uh, pilot for 90 Minute Fiance. It's like, um, it's a competition. It's like, can you know, can you, uh, are you going to, are you going to, do you get, can you get married faster than you can cook rice? <laughs> can you meet, fall in love, and get married or get engaged faster than it takes to cook Uncle Ben's rice? <laughs> I don't know. But 90 second fiance, done. 90 second fiance. That's, that's the future. 90 minute fiance? Nope. 90 second fiance. Fuck yeah. But anyway, I'm pumped. Um, other than that, I don't, mm, don't have much else to add. Not much else to, not much else to contribute this this Thursday afternoon. Which did you know Thursday is named after Thor, the Viking god, Thor's Day. But we call it Thursday. That's right. Now you, now you do know. Now you do know. Why just that day? I don't know. Why here in America? I don't know. Do we got a lot of Vikings in the U.S.? I don't know. Maybe. I'm always on the lookout for some good Viking food. Good Viking restaurant. They're hard to find. They're getting harder and harder to find. But... Uh, but uh, it'll be interesting. This this uh, the end of this month is going to be uh, a lot to write home about. State championship meets. I think we're going to see some records fall. I think Memorial Day weekend is going to be interesting. Um, I think the over under the over under for Modesto Toyota is eight. I'm gonna I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go under. I'm gonna take the under on that one. It sucks. I don't. I don't even know how they incentivize any of that now. Like, what are the? Where are the bonus tiers? That two cars? I don't know. Fuck. So bizarre right now. Everything's so bizarre. I don't know. I'm pumped. I'm still pumped though. But that's the show for today, boys and girls, moms and dads, dogs and cats. Shoes and hats. Doors and mats. <laughs> I could go on and on, but I won't. Because I love you all. And I mean that. But anyway, I'll talk at you later. Arrivederci, baby.